Hello, everybody, and welcome to another bonus episode of the B-Roll Podcast. We are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. And I'm the other host, Anthony. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Settling in. It's been a nice yeah. couple of rainy days. I've been wearing sweatpants and a jacket. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for raining when I decided to stop working from home. Thanks for that one. <laughs> <laughs> to go outside where it's cold. It's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I like gotta, it. Yeah. I, uh, I haven't had to leave unless I wanted to. That's fair. The joys of working from home. <laughs> Our bonus episodes so far mainly consist of episodes from Star Trek Lower Decks. And that's what this is. Episode they were created six. for Star Trek Lower Decks. <laughs> I'm just saying at some point, maybe we move on to other things. Yeah, but at this point, it can't say. I guess, I guess most of them, all of them. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. I can hear it. This recent episode was Terminal Provocations. Yeah, episode Season one, six. Episode six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So far, 7.4 uh, out of 10. Based on 32 rev- uh, ratings. And yeah, it's not enough. Median is eight. Yeah. So did you know? So also after episode six, they did the mid the mid season post show, the Ready Room, hosted by Will Wheaton. Did you watch that? No, I haven't either. <laughs> I just I haven't had time since you know we're doing this pretty quickly. But he does apparently interview uh, all of our main voice actors. Mm. Yeah, all four of them. So might be interesting to check out. I have a hard time disseminating Will Wheaton, the person from Wesley Crusher. And since he's probably my second least favorite character of all Star Trek. So Terminal Provocations, the blurb is the lovable but awkward Ensign Fletcher makes work difficult for Mariner and Boimler. Rutherford introduces Tindy to a holodeck training program that he created. Would you call Ensign Fletcher lovable but awkward? (laughs) Uh, Hold that thought. Uh, (laughs) On our mainline podcast, which posts Monday and Thursday, respectively, with the exception of this week, this week was difficult for both of us, so unfortunately we didn't release any episodes, but we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. We normally do, we, we discuss whatever we watched in its like in its existence as media, the movie itself, any actors within, do a plot breakdown and then give our final thoughts and ultimately decide if something is worth the price of subscription. If you haven't listened to any other other bonus episodes, we don't do any of that. Yeah, I don't know why they would listen to episode bonus episode five. <laughs> they yeah. Listen to yeah. any of the other ones, but whatever. I mean, people, you know, I'm not here to judge our fans. I'm just here so, to cry <laughs> over the fact that we have them. Uh, our, our very quick, very quick breakdown is uh, that we are at a wrecking yard or a salvage yard of starfleet there is an alien ship there they want to take the salvage the captain won't let him take the salvage there's a, a concert which caught which boimler and uh, mariner want to go to this fletcher guy stays behind <laughs> uh downloads his he, he tries to download uh isolinear core into his into head his brain into his brain cool. Yeah, whatever. I guess. Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> He's like, I want to get smarter by doing yeah, the do dumbest think... thing possible. I mean, I, Ensign Fletcher's name isn't Barkley, so I don't know what he was thinking <laughs> of that one. But while we, while that's happening, Rutherford does introduce Tindy to a Starfleet version of Clippy, uh, which goes mad, tries to kill them. They run away, oh, successfully avoid death. Oh uh, man! And then somehow the problem that Fletcher created saves the ship. So, uh, <laughs> would I say Ensign Fletcher is lovable in the first four minutes? 
He's probably oh, yeah. really cool. And for the rest of the episode, he is not fun <laughs> at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> like, he's... I, I I wonder if the cold open, like, really undersold that guy. Because uh, <laughs> he acts like a completely normal person. And then... And when then he not. does what, yeah, when he does what he does, it ruins everything. It is weird. It was so. really weird. I like that they introduced him in the cold open. That was a nice way to tie the cold open that has nothing else to do with <laughs> the show, that a particular episode, I should say, with everything oh, else. So yeah, and we also get our first, uh, I think, Shaq's log. Yeah, we do. Well, yeah. we got a, a first officer's log previously, mm-hmm. so they've they've done a few different logs. I think we've had a cap. We've had a first officer, obviously Boimler's log to start us all off with. We had a fake captain's log and a real captain's log. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 How did you like the cold open? Uh, It was pretty good. It is weird. Why do cats eat nachos? Calling her a cat is like calling us apes. I feel. (laughs) Is Mariner racist? (laughs) Yeah. So speaking of racism, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, They do Mariner and Boimler do the uh, the Vulcan live long and prosper hand sign to each other, waving it like a gang sign. Did you yeah. catch that? Yeah. Is that cultural appropriation? Is that is that just I textbook text cultural appropriation? I don't think so, because Vulcans aren't real. So In universe. You can't, <laughs> you can't appropriate something that doesn't exist. Uh, I mean, is going to Risa and engaging in Sh- um, Ja Maharan, is that cultural no. appropriation? No, not at all. Is is no. Captain Picard keeping a horgon on his desk? Cultural appropriation? No, no, no. What about that knife that that kid stabbed him with um, in that one episode? I think once the kid stabbed him, it was his. <laughs> it was his knife. It was a gift. <laughs> Legally, this is mine. This is uh, mine. I've claimed it <laughs> by interstellar law. No. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Just the way they're using it. I mean, it's funny, but it's kind of mocking the Vulcans. Which, if Ooh. anyone deserves to be mocked, they're they're up there in the list. But <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, the cold open. Back to the cold open. Sorry, yes, dismissed out of hand. Yes, they are standing around making ship noises with their mouths, which <laughs> I think is a direct reference to Mass Effect Three. No, or Mass Effect Two. Nah, it's a direct reference to YouTube and all of the I'm- ambient Star Trek noise videos you can find. I just sent you one. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it, but in- there's so many of them. In one of the Mass Effect games, Tally, a potential teammate, b- becomes intoxicated and then just makes sh- like the Normandy noise. And everyone around them is like, yeah, that is what the Normandy sounds like. Nah, I don't think so. I honestly think that it, if, if, it could be a, if it could be a reference to Star Trek, then it's going to be a reference to Star Trek and not is any it, other. Is it Mass Effect in itself a reference to Star Trek? Mm, maybe. <laughs> Just maybe. I always thought of it as more Star Wars, what with the space powers and stuff like that. But it's pretty, Mass Effect is pretty unique. Uh, Mass Effect Citadel DLC was released in 2012. Okay. And this video that you sent me is from 2014. Oh, sure. I clicked the so, first one. I'm just saying, I, th- I I think it's a reference to Mass Effect. You are free to disagree, even though you're wrong. Well, here's because the, the same guy has one from eight years ago. There's here's a warp core ambient noise for, from six years ago. <laughs> you know, there's a lot. Let's millions of, Mi- millions let's of tweet views. It, let's tweet at Michael and see what he has to say. Michael? Oh, Mike? Come on, yeah. man. Use his preferred what? name. I'm going to mispronounce his last name. I should it's McMahon. His name, right? It's McMahon. Eh, that's debatable. No, I've seen some interviews. So. Yeah, man. I think that's a reference to Mass Effect. 
No. I really think it's it is. not. There's no way that it's not. Okay. How many things got to be references to Mass Effect? I think this is the first time I mentioned no, it. No, it's not. In this on Lower Decks? I <laughs> Maybe I have to go back. <laughs> Look, man. Everything's I, a I, reference I, to Mass Effect or Game of Thrones or I, The Phantom I can't find Menace. A, I have no idea. I can't find a way to do Matt Damon on this episode, so just let me have Mass Effect. <laughs> Uh, I will point out that this show's rating on IMDb has gone up every episode. Ever so slightly, yeah. Yeah. Still sitting yeah, at really, a median of seven, so. Yeah. I wonder if that's still just angry nerds. I mean, most, isn't that like you just described the internet? Like, <laughs> Probably. I mean, yeah. Let's see. Most recent. Most recent review date. Ten at, uh, September 10th. 10 out of 10. It's silly. It's fun. It stays true to Star Trek. Loving it. <laughs> Worse than expected. This person didn't even give a rating. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Childish. Uh, either way. Yeah. And either way, was this, uh, how would you rank this episode compared to some of the others? Uh, I think it was better than the last episode. Um, I don't yeah, necessarily yeah. think that it was, I, I think the funniest parts were Rutherford and Tindy. Oh yeah. Which is sad because it was probably, I don't know exactly how much time I didn't, I didn't have a stopwatch out and keep track of how much time was spent on the quote unquote B story. But, um, the reference to Clippy is pretty good. Oh, all of it. <laughs> the, that whole storyline had me chuckling, laughing the whole time. Yeah. And the, so. le- did you, and the lethal weapon reference at the end? Oh, which lethal weapon? Because right before right before Rutherford kills Badgie, Badgie holds his thumb up and says, diplomatic immunity. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically, I think that would have been a lethal weapon 2. Yes, 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 yes. It would be. lethal weapon 2. You're right. I was referring to lethal weapon, this the movie franchise, but you're right. It's, let's get pedantic about it. <laughs> the canon, the, the lethal weapon 2 uh, universe. So. Oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, no, that was like, that threw me for a loop. I love that we're getting our first holodeck uh, episode. Essentially, right? This is our first holodeck gone awry episode, which is a kind of a tradition at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, Rutherford even mentions that, you know, the the holodeck is more than just hanging out with a bunch of smart people from the past. Yeah, starts naming off people. Yep, yep, uh huh. Yep. Did you ever see, I know this is off topic, you ever seen the movie Maverick? The one with, based off the old show with Mel Gibson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's that scene where um, Danny Glover shows up and they look at each other <laughs> and they look yeah. away and they look back. They're, like, they're so. looking like, yeah? Yeah. No, 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 no. I can't. I don't know movie. why, but I just I just thought of that when you said that, Lethal Weapon. That movie's so. fantastic. <laughs> so we got a old, the, the old ship that they were, the salvage they were fighting over. Did you look up that registry number? I was going to, and then I got distracted. Well, I'll save you the trouble. It is not an existing registry number. Mm. I mean, what was it? In but NCC it 905? 502. 502, yeah. So that's old. Yep. It old. is, if I recall. The 500, and, or the, what was it? 902? 502, said? which is 502. one off of an existing uh, ship. So that's it's, the 502nd ship commissioned by Starfleet, right? I don't know if it goes in order like that all the time. Mm. Well, because, you know, 1701. Yeah, so it's one off of, because I believe there's an NCC 501, but I might be, or 503 or something, I don't know. Yeah, 501 is an Antares uh, class ship, um, and it shows up in the episode More Tribbles, More Troubles in the remastered version of uh, the TOS. Mm. 
if mm. I'm reading this, if I'm reading my Google correctly. That's cool. I mean, it's a nice kind of reference to that time period, but we didn't get to see anything that was on it, so no other Easter eggs as far as I could tell. Yeah, I don't think there's a, uh, I don't think there's an actual thing. Like, there's not a, like, there's not a reason why registry numbers are the way that they're, like, I'm sure there's, like, a thing. They generally go up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if that, if NCC 502 is, was the 502nd ship commissioned. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. It's just weird that they would even have that. It's just a low number, so it's from that. Yeah, interesting. That time period, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I didn't get any other references. Obviously, there's the Clippy reference. There's the old ship. I don't know what else to, I, I feel like maybe I missed something. I mean, there's Shaq's trying, be, doing his best wharf impression and trying to blow up the warp core. I, well, I mean, we also had, uh, we had our Bajoran market. Um, sure. There was a there was a Wilhelm scream. I did notice a Wilhelm scream. Did you? Oh, I must have missed mm-hmm. that. Yeah. When um Badgie was ripping someone's arm off or something. Oh. <laughs> I heard a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> Jack McBrayer. That's who Clippy was. Jack yeah. McBrayer. Oh. <laughs> you didn't recognize I, his voice? No, no, I didn't. No. Do you know who Jack McBrayer is? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's fantastic. He's fantastic. No, it was great. I, I want to say that this is probably my favorite episode. I love the whole plot with Rutherford and Tindy. I like the little bit of character growth we got out of Rutherford. That was awesome. Uh, the clippy jokes will never get old. I'm sorry. I think, I'll think they're hilarious until I die. I, I remember once I, I removed Clippy from a school computer. I think when I was in... I think when I was a senior in high school, like I had a computer for some class and I got really tired of Clippy. So I like I just went into the I think I went into yeah. the registry and like like changed the the value to, oh, yeah. to for him to turn on and someone asked me about it one time. I was like, I don't know, man. He's just not on He's my just computer not there. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing don't about know what's nothing. Going on. <laughs> don't ask me. Yeah, the um the idea that they'd be able to freeze a hologram, like that's because it was glitching. Mm. He did say, oh, it shouldn't be impacted by the simulation. So they took advantage of that. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like, I, but yeah. what I, I don't know if you could, it makes sense because the way, you know, the holograms work in the holodeck. I don't know if you could freeze a hologram. That's my point. No, I don't know. <laughs> just, and he doesn't, it's weird that he's made of flesh or simulated <laughs> flesh because he punches them. He bleeds a little bit. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I, li- I liked it quite a bit. I also loved that we got an episode where Boimler and Mariner aren't at each other's throats the whole time. They're working together, almost in sync. Like, And, and it kind of shows off their friendship, too. He makes those shirts, the choo-choo shirts for them both. Well, I think he, he doesn't even say at the end. Like, They bring it up themselves. Yeah, it was nice to not be, yeah. I don't know, fighting you for once or something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think this is a solid episode. I really, really, really liked it. Um I really don't have anything negative to say about it. Yeah, I don't have anything negative. Um, it's just not my favorite episode. <laughs> and I always enjoy the holodeck episode, so I'm a little biased there. As long as Q doesn't show up, I'm perfectly fine. And they keep name dropping him. I'm sure it's going to happen. I'm sorry. I just don't know if I'm going to watch that episode if he appears. <laughs> what if it's a Q, what if it's a Q but not the Q? I mean, if you're going to have Q, you might as well just have John Delancey, right? Yeah, I guess. If you can get him. Or, yeah. or what was his face? There was a couple of different Q. Because there is a female Q, and he had a rival Q. Voyager did a lot to expand on the lore of Q and the Borg. And we can argue sometime whether that's for better or for worse. You know, it sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. How'd you like guy. the How'd you like the Titan name drop? 
Uh, no, it was pretty good. I, Elizabeth didn't know what that ship was. Yeah. So I had to fill her in. Yeah. Uh, it was nice. Pretty, it was nice. Yeah. Six days later, they fired me. <laughs> Do you notice he also got promoted straight to lieutenant? Maybe the pips are different. I don't know. Or straight to full lieutenant. Like he, the, this is the second episode where somebody's been promoted from ensign to lieutenant, skipping over junior grade. I, I think that, I honestly think that's just a, well, I think it's two things. One, I think it's just easier to animate like a gold pip. But so we have no- the engineer in the same scene. He has the lieutenant commander pips with the black one or whatever it is. Yeah. No, I no, yeah. I I just I think it's just easier to do it just to do a full gold pip for just a one off instead of having to constantly I don't know. And the other reason why is because I think we talked about it in the episode in which uh Mariner gets promoted that um I think the the ship sizes being different that there's probably more openings. Right, but skipping a a rank and he wasn't going he wasn't staying on the Cerritos. Right. He transferred to the Titan and skipped a rank. Yeah. Now with Mariner, it was like, well, maybe she was just being reinstated or because of her time in, she skipped a junior grade. So it was really weird. I don't know. Now that it's happened again, I, I'm wondering if that's going to be explained at some point or if it's yeah. just different pips. I don't, I hate that they change the pips, but if they want to, I guess that's their prerogative. No, I I think it's literally just, uh, it, they just give them the lieutenant grade. There's no reason to have them as junior lieutenant junior grade. Well, no, but lieutenant. that all right, sure. That that's not how modern militaries work. You don't skip typically. Like that's I've never heard of that happening. Our modern military also doesn't have cat people as doctors. So yeah, uh, fair. I whatever. <laughs> I just I'm just saying it feels weird if it's an error, and it's interesting if it's deliberate. Fair enough. Uh, somebody in the uh, somebody in the Star Trek subreddit called her Doctor Perlasky, <laughs> and I chuckled. Now I'm stealing that joke. <laughs> <laughs> you just edit it. Nope. No, I'm not. Like, hey, check out this cat, Dr. Perlasky. <laughs> nope, I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving that all in. I'm, I'm giving credit and I'm just going to use it from now on. So earlier when I was talking about Q2, Corbin Benson uh, was the one from TNG. But apparently Q has a son in Voyager, which I must have forgotten this episode. Played yeah, yeah, yeah. by Keegan Delancey, his child. Oh, he's actually uh, played by his own son. I did not know that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> hate Q so much yeah i know you do <sighs> it's pointless no it's yeah, just yeah a pointless yeah. character yeah yeah yeah. it's not an antagonist at all he isn't the main antagonist that ties all the seasons of star trek the next generation together or anything still a pointless character <laughs> yeah 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 just saying. No, for sure, I'm just for saying. sure. hey let the, i'm just saying what if, in star trek if they were just like oh no look there's an omnipotent being who just everything you want to do is different well, i don't think he's omnipotent but He's essentially. I mean, he has the ability to manipulate reality. Yes, essentially, he's, um, he's omnipotent. But. I think you can leave out essentially. <laughs> I think it just makes him omnipotent. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, Keegan, John Keegan Delancey. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool, cool, cool. How did you like the Shaxx? Shaxx had the best line in this episode. I've been really good this month. Please let me <laughs> let fire me the, warp up the warp core. Yeah. Like, why didn't they just shoot the tractor beam? I, uh, I the, like that the the captain was refusing to do to use violence until the last moment, but she could have easily just disabled their tractor beam. How hard would that have been? Maybe well, the last time I saw an episode of Star Trek when someone was in a, a salvage yard and they shot a ship, it blew up, uh, even though it was like... They weren't. They weren't shooting to kill. Uh, 
So maybe right. that, maybe that's what would have happened if they shot it. It would have blown up and then caused an interstellar incident. So yeah, I guess. Still, they ended up murdering everyone on that other ship on accident. I don't think it's murder. I guess <laughs> they could manslaughter. It's it's yes. it's absolutely murder because they had opportunity <laughs> to disable the other ship, but instead killed everyone. So I'd say that's but they did use of force. But they didn't kill anybody. They totally did. They gave no, they somebody a pip for murdering everyone on the other ship. No, they it didn't blew kill up. Them. It blew they didn't up. Kill the, but they didn't kill them. Oh, they died oh, okay. because of their direct actions. That's not murder. That's murder. Murder, murder is intent. Uh, I think you're thinking of manslaughter. Yep. They gave him... He he committed manslaughter, and then they gave him... They, they took it to mean murder and gave him a promotion. Nah. And a transfer to a better ship. No, that's not. I think that's not murder. No. How is that not murder? Because there's no, there was no intent. <laughs> but it he wasn't. had intent. That's what I'm saying. Is they awarded him for destroying the enemy ship. No, it kills everybody is, on board the ship. Intent is I'm going to plug this thing into my brain, and once it downloads my memory patterns oh, okay. and becomes sentient, I'm going to eject not- it out of the ship towards another vessel and just kill everyone there on purpose that's right. murder yeah <laughs> i'm not missing anything you're missing the legal it. You're the missing. legal definition of something is completely different but then he saying. told everyone he did it on purpose so like, as i said i don't think he i don't think he told anyone that he did it on purpose. mariner did they gave him a reward at the end and they said mm. for plugging for reprogramming this and, and weaponizing it and sending it at the enemy ship blah 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 that's why they promoted him i'm saying that he committed manslaughter (laughs) really the group of them and then they took it as in they took it as having intent and get and awarded him for it but did the aliens actually die i'm gonna say yes because only the only part that blew up or took any damage was just that little pod thing that was flying around. And they were that in that, actually they were in that pod, yeah, like using the tractor beam. I mean, it could have been programmable. Well, the, in the back of it, it was like a semi truck detaching yeah. its trailer. No one was in the back in the trailer. There was full of I'm, stuff. Did you not see it? I'm, I'm sure I've seen people it, in the back of semi truck trailers. Yeah, sure, but you can see stuff <laughs> piling out of it. All I'm saying is that he committed murder. <laughs> I mean, I disagree, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, you can't just, oh, they're throwing chunks of rocks at us, so we're going to blow up their warp core. That's an overreaction. Like I said, the captain should have had them disable the other ship in some fashion I mean, instead. Then we, would, then we wouldn't have had to deal with, then we wouldn't have an episode. No, you're right. But I, <laughs> that doesn't, uh, all right. I'm sorry for judging this these these characters actions in a podcast in which we're here to talk about the show and the plot i mean they I committed murder they, the whole lot of them. to that's, huh? that's still not murder how is it not murder she and the captain ordered him to fire in their warp core which would have also been murder no it would have been self-defense <laughs> that's not how it works in the military you don't like if someone if some some kid throws a rock at a tank you don't turn and shoot at the kid with the tank. Okay. That's uh, overkill. What if, the, what if the kid had the ability to project hundreds of tons of uh, rocks at you? And let's <laughs> say you had the ability to take away their ability to throw those rocks or kill the kid. And you chose kill the kid, even though the other That's, option was a completely viable option. Okay. okay. What if it's no longer a kid, but a grown man? Doesn't make a difference. With, with a trebuchet. Doesn't make a difference. <laughs> I, it's not murder. It's it's. Yeah, it's murder. It's use of deadly force in which use of deadly force was not warranted. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, dictionary.com. Murder. <laughs> Murder. The killing of another human being under conditions specifically covered in law. Special statutory definitions include murder committed with malice, a forethought characterized by deliberation or premeditation mm-hmm. or occurring during the commission of another serious crime, such as robbery or arson, and murder by intent without deliberation or premeditation. Yeah. She said target the warp core. That's not murder. That's self-defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Verb, to kill or slaughter inhumanely or, or inhumanly or barbarously. Yeah. I, that's not that's not murder. That's she self-defense. put herself in a situation that you're you're not gonna it's it's murder. You're not gonna it's, you're not gonna convince me. I don't have to convince you because you're wrong based yeah. on the definition. <laughs> we we just gonna change the way words words work now? <laughs> no, we're not. They committed murder. Because they did not. You're wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> it's fine. So you think that they were justified in killing those aliens? I, I didn't say that. I'm I said it wasn't murder. <laughs> uh, the captain that's should odd. be re- just should should be kicked out. Okay, so in the episode yeah. that I was referring to earlier, the Next Generation, when they are oh. in a salvage yard and a ship open fire opens fire on them, mm-hmm. and they return fire with the intent of disabling the ship, and it explodes. Yeah. Is that murder? No. How is it not the same situation? Because it's not intent. My intent was to disable the enemy vessel, yeah. not to destroy it. <laughs> and I can, I'm sure that the intent was not to destroy that ship. Even no, though maybe. you can You're, claim you it to be point. so, you can the, claim that, oh yeah, I did this on purpose, but that doesn't make it murder. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> that, makes it, that makes it a lie of omission. You're right. You're right. It could, they, they could have easily have said, oh, we sent this over there to stop them or to attack them back. The last minute. You're right. And this is another episode of arguing over the justifications of a murderer. I mean, the captain was still wrong and doesn't deserve her captainship. But <laughs> captaincy? I, Whatever. But I, I, I may agree with you. <laughs> that was, she, is a, she is a terrible captain. <laughs> yeah, that was real dumb. Those, their, their blood is on her hands, so I'm saying. What if they didn't even have blood? Then they wouldn't be alive? What if they were robots? They weren't, though. We saw them. And we saw their outer skin. <laughs> what if they were, um, what's the, what was it, Men in Black 2? The one where they're the tiny little alien inside of the big robot that makes them look like a human? You know what I'm talking about? Was that in the, that was in the first one. Oh, I don't remember, man. Yeah, with Orion's Ga- belt. The galaxy is on Orion's belt. Speaking yeah, yeah, of yeah, Men yeah, in yeah. Black, uh, I watched, what is it, Men in Black International or whatever? Yeah, I saw it on a plane. I saw it at my in-laws' house, which I feel is like the same kind of situation. Like any movie I watch over there, probably. Yeah, like, it's the same idea. You know, you're not paying attention. It's just kind of on or whatever. Sure. Uh, not good. Really? I didn't mind it. But I only caught probably about half of it. Oh. Um, I mean, it's so. just an action movie. Eh, it works. I didn't see I didn't have any major complaints. It's no better or worse than Men in Black 2 or 3. So there's a third Men in Black. Yeah. What? There's time travel and everything, man. Oh. 2012. Oh man, I must have just missed that one completely. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. It was okay. It was better than the second one. Josh Brolin, isn't it? Yeah, he plays a young agent. Uh, whatever. K J. Whichever one's which. Yeah. Huh. Fair enough. Is that Macho Man Randy Savage? No. I don't think he was alive then. Was he alive? I think he died in 2012. Hmm. Mm. So maybe, but I don't think so. Oh man, I think we argued way too long on this. I mean, maybe. some There's some unjustified deaths in this episode, but otherwise <laughs> it's my favorite. 
<laughs> Some people died that probably didn't need to die. Mm. I will agree. So what do you think would have happened if that, uh, they hadn't done that with the sentient isolinear core thing? Like if they hadn't destroyed the alien ship like that? Yeah, well, if they hadn't ejected it out of the, the airlock. Oh, you think it would have just swallowed all of the Cerritos and eventually, I mean, just I kept know. going? I don't know. Like, how would they have? How would they have stopped it? Because they tried using a giant. They, he tried using a wrench, and that didn't. When work. it was I much smaller, any, yeah. I didn't see any phaser work. Um, they didn't try to. Sh- well, they couldn't have shot off their phasers. Remember, because the it would have set off alarms. You didn't see mm. Star Trek Six. Come on, man. <laughs> well, that does leave a plot hole as to, um, as to how. If you say that, that when he claims that he was phasered from behind by someone, how come no one was known? No, oh, the you know, there it is. And if I'm correct in thinking, if you use a phaser on stun, it doesn't set the alarms off. Uh, maybe I don't know. That's how that's how she gets away with killing those dudes. Who knows? Savic, right? Was that Savic? Yeah. Was it on stun? Maybe, or maybe she like just st- overrode the the alarm system. I think it was stun, super close range. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Good. I don't recall. And there's that one episode when Mariner shoots off the phaser in the brig? But they're testing the brig, so they were already, you know, they had they mm. turned off those protocols so they could test it. Or maybe there isn't an alarm if you shoot a phaser off in the brig. They just assume you're killing a prisoner. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's murder. More murder, yeah. <laughs> By definition, I think that's murder. Yeah. I'm saying so we can argue about whether or not individuals committed murder or not, but that in this episode, Starfleet committed murder. <laughs> I wouldn't even go far as to say murder. I think that would be um not genocide, but because how I mean, how many people? I mean, we only saw three people, right? So yeah. what if there were more than just three people? Like, oh, at what point do you get to a different word? I don't know. Uh, I I really don't know. Hmm. I think also those other words have to do with like genocide and whatnot. Has to do has to do with intent. To like like the end goal, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, because the fratricide and patricide are about killing like your brothers and like your siblings and your parents, like yeah, matricide, inf- yeah. infanticide, or something like that. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think those are like actual reason- terms. Like I think those are just I don't think those are legal terms. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think they're just not even an adjective. The only reason why I know those words even exist is Crusader Kings. Are you playing Crusader Kings? I mean, not now, but I have played Crusader Kings in the past. Oh, no. They just put the third one on Game Pass. I might be checking it out. Anyways. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, my heir is a complete idiot. Well, he's dead now. He's so. dead. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, All I right, really man. don't have anything else. Yeah, I, um, I don't either. There were no other small cuts, anything like that. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one more thing. I apologize. Shax and then Dr. Tiani. To on. To on. Whatever. Yeah. Perlasky? Kissing at the end? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He does lay one on her, huh? Yeah. You think that was welcome? (laughs) I'm assuming it was welcome. I'm just saying, like, do you think that that that's a thing? Or do they think that this, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, Well, Worf did, I think he did hook up with Dr. Pulaski in one episode. Who, Worf? Yeah. What? Am I forgetting something? No, when he hits up, when he has the Klingon chicken pox or whatever. Oh no! And he and then he goes and hangs out with her. Yeah. Uh, and they have the they do the Klingon tea ceremony, and then they yeah. like stare at each other. Oh goodness! <laughs> I forgot about all that. I blinked it out. All right. Well, this has been another bonus episode of the B Roll Podcast. I've been your host, Anthony. I've been the other host, Chris. 
Hopefully you liked what you heard. Uh, if you did enjoy it, please give us that that thumbs up, five-star review, like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is on your podcast streaming platform of choice. If you want to get in on this argument about murder, please do. You can email us your opinions at scifiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can tweet us at B underscore role podcast. And you know what? You can even hit us up on the gram at scifiwiseguys. The IG. Yes. Yes. If you want to put your name to your argument, you can hit us up on the the Facebook, the B-Roll podcast group. Go ahead and join that and then argue with everyone else out in the open. (laughs) Be perfect. I think the only only major argument we've had on the Facebook group is whether or not Artemis Fowl was a good movie. It wasn't really an argument. That was one person's (laughs) futile attempt at convincing everyone else that was a good movie. Sorry, whoever that was. You're wrong. (sighs) You're wrong. Anyways. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash B underscore roll. If you do decide to become patrons, that's, you know, that'd be real cash money of you. But any of that money goes towards making our podcast better, uh, whether that means uh, better equipment, better software, hosting fees, so we can spend money on other things besides the hosting fees. (laughs) You know, we just really appreciate it. You get access to content, patron-specific content. You get episodes early. Uh, You also get access to behind-the-scenes audio that only Anthony and myself have heard. I mean, I may have showed my wife or you may have showed Kat something. No, never. (laughs) I make her pay for it on the Patreon. And I suggest you do uh, the same. (laughs) I should, right? Yeah, every time Uh, a friend asks me, what was your opinion? How did you like this movie? I'm like, you can just listen to the podcast. (laughs) <laughs> and they'd give me a five-star review on iTunes, give me that review, son bro. of a gun. Uh, <laughs> but yes, we would appreciate it. If you can't, I understand. Instead, just share it with your friends and then share it with your enemies because everyone needs to listen to us. So yes, I don't have anything else. Me neither. All right. Well, we're good. We want to thank everyone for tuning in, listening, downloading, subscribing, you know, thumbs up. We just want everyone to stay healthy, stay hydrated, and know that you are loved by the hosts and the community of this podcast. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye. So on this Zoom meeting, I, I I actually used my webcam, and uh, I yesterday cleaned up my office. When I say cleaned up my office, I like I took my pedals off the floor and I put them on a on one of my floating shelves, and I rearranged some stuff. And so while they were like while we were in this meeting, someone was like, "Hey, Chris, how many guitars do you have?" And I was like, "Oh, well, I have three that work and two that are not well, three that are non operational." And uh, they were like, let's see them. And then like my my boss, Jason, would be like, no, 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 no. We don't have time for that. And I was like, thanks, yeah. Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because wow. I really didn't want to like get all of them out of their cases and show people. I didn't want to do this. Yeah. I, d- I don't even know these people very well. And they're trying to. So. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a bit much. <laughs> Who do you think you are, buddy? Uh